When my friends Jessica and Eric first told me how much they love chocolate, I never imagined their love for chocolate would motivate them to actually open up their own shop. But that's exactly what they did. Unlike other chocolate makers claiming to be organic, Eric and Jessica make their chocolate starting with the simplest of ingredients, 80% dark cacao. That's it. That's their chocolate, 80% cacao, unapologetically dark. Every step of the chocolate making process is done by them in-house, from cleaning, roasting, shell removal, refining, and formulation. Their supply of sustainable sourcing of single-origin cacao beans are naturally grown in the jungles of Central and South America by farms that practice fair labor. That means there is no slave labor involved and farmers get paid to make a good living wage. Their shop is located in Idaho, California and shipped throughout the country. Go to elbuencacao.co to see their selection of chocolate bars, assorted boxes, and drinks. Can't go without your monthly chocolate fix? No worries. Sign up for their monthly cacao club. So what are you waiting for? Go to the website now. That's elbuencacao.co. This is the Andres Segovia Show. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Andres Segovia Show. I'm excited to have back on the program Shayna. Shayna Leish, you, you were my first personal trainer. Shayna, welcome back to the program. How are you doing? Thank you, Andres. I am doing amazing. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, it's been a while since our, our, our last gig. And uh, I must say, since not just uh, me training with you, and since our interview, you've gone on to have an impact on uh, people that are very close to me, like my sister and my wife that eventually did train with you on uh, on uh, some uh, like these, these challenges that, that you made. And uh, my sister... I, my goodness, her, her transformation was was amazing. My wife's transformation was amazing too. Just that we also had a baby thereafter, <laughs> so yes. it's like rewind and start over. Um, but she looks great. She looks great. So, yes, but. your wife always looks fabulous. She is goals. I don't have kids yet, so she is goals for when I have three children. Three? We're up to three now. Four right? now. Now we're up to four. four now. Oh my goodness. Okay. I know. Four. Four. So even more kudos to her. Like she looks fantastic. Um, obviously takes amazing care of herself so she is yes. goals yeah, I, I tell her it, it's not fair I, I like I see the slit I see the the gaining process during the pregnancy and then the slimming process is even faster than the the gaining I'm like okay so that doesn't work with guys <laughs> it's like it's you're not doing anything but it's just it's it's amazing what uh, they, they say that the best thing for uh, a, a new mother is to breastfeed and right. and it just it's amazing to see that calorie burn because I'm like um wow you slim so quick it's, I think yeah. she slimmed quicker this time than she did the last time it's amazing yep yep it, it happens that way yes the it really does help um well I mean obviously it helps the baby the mom but yeah mm-hmm. it does breastfeeding does burn a lot of calories so yeah but she's yeah fabulous Nicole you're doing great girl because <laughs> <laughs> my sister-in-law uh she. She had her sixth child one week after we had ours. Six. And oh every time in pictures, I'm like, and not because her kids are bigger. I'm like, are you sure that's not your sister? I mean, of course, I know because <laughs> I, they're my nieces and nephews. But it's she, she looks fabulous, too. And supposedly, oh, you age faster when you have more kids. She's got six. And she looks great, too. Some people so, just have those good genetics. I hope I have them. We'll find out <laughs> later. <laughs> we will find out. Yes, yes. Uh, it's interesting to see that next part of your journey. Uh, and the last time we talked, 
um, you, we, and I was just kind of, we talked a little tease before we fired up the camera, um, your, your last MMA bout. And you had talked that you were going to eventually try to get back to the, to a next fight, uh, but it's been about three years now. How's that going for you? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I think when we had our last interview, that was pre COVID, wasn't it? Yes. It yeah. Pre COVID. So my fight was the end of 2019. And then, um, I had to take some months off, uh, after, um, or just wanted to take some months off. It was the holidays, whatever. And then, you know, fast forward, you know, only, what was it? Maybe five months, I think to March, like mid March and all the COVID stuff started happening. And mm-hmm. so the plan was always to get back in to training and start, you know, I wanted to fight again in 2020, uh, you know, fairly quickly, as quickly as possible. You don't want to, at least at my age, uh, I didn't want to have too much time in between, but, um, a lot of things changed, you know, when COVID happened mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, job situation changed, career changed a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, um, just other things took priority. So, uh, sadly, um, I have not been focusing on that at all, like training, uh, for MMA or anything like that. Um, not even as in like a hobby situation at all. Mm. Um, like here and there, I'll like drop in and do some jujitsu or some boxing or something, but nothing consistent. I have just really been focused on my business and, um, transitioned my whole fitness business to online coaching now. So, Mm -hmm. um, really that's been the focus and has taken priority the last couple of years. So I do go to the gym and work out and lift weights, obviously and stay in shape, but no MMA stuff and nothing on the horizon anytime soon. Uh, mm. Just, you know, like I do it for fun. So it's not a career path for me, um, oh. MMA. So um, I'm just in a season with the business right now that, you know, it's, it's going well and I've got to focus that attention on the business. Um, and it sounds like sad as I say that out loud, but, <laughs> but it's really, yes. you know, like the same tenacity because with MMA, you can't just like go in to a fight, like kind of half asked, half asking the training to prepare, mm-hmm. right. It's very much like a full commitment of you need to be taking it very seriously because if you go in unprepared, you can get injured uh, very seriously. So you need to be dedicating, you know, putting in the time and to really prepare for an MMA fight, you need to be training at least two to three hours a day, if not more, I mean, various different things. It's not all like going hard in the gym, but, but it is very time consuming. It is a huge time commitment. Um, and I would say that's, that's the only thing that's like preventing because I just had to channel that, that laser focus that tunnel vision focus into my business to make it yeah. grow. Um, so just taking that same tenacity and focusing it in the business um, is just the season I'm in currently. But I mean, I still obviously watch the fights, UFC Bellator and keep up with uh, all my friends who are still doing it. Um, I'm still definitely a huge fan of the sport. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And as a small business owner myself, I totally understand what that feels like. Because as I tell people, especially um, for those of us in Southern California uh, that are property owners or engaged in construction and how the economy has really, really uh, impacted in so many different ways, uh, just the business overall, uh, at industry-wide, it's like, 
it's it's an infant baby that needs attention all the time. And then sometimes they're like, okay, now we got to change an entire approach just because we can't use this material. There's products not available. These projects are, that took three to four weeks are not taking eight weeks to finish. You know, it's like everything's changing. There's always that kind of attention, especially after um, the, I guess, 2020. It's just been absolutely insane. Uh, and now with 2022, with inflation, having the same item that cost maybe $4, watching lumber go from 4 to $40 within the span of weeks was absolutely insane. Getting letters from our from our um, our suppliers like every two weeks telling us of price changes and increases. Like, oh, my goodness. And then eventually employees telling us, it's like, hey, man, um, inflation's really outpacing um, the, the pay. Is there anything we can do here? It's like, uh, we'll see what we can and yeah it it, it comes up on it so it, it is crazy uh, but i am glad i've seen how much work you put into the business and that's kind of what i assumed what was going to probably distract or consume your time from being able to dedicate something that like you said it's it's a hobby something you love doing you got to do it it was exhilarating uh it was a a judge's decision that's where it basically came down to the wire you walked away with a broken nose too you know it's like so there's there's still those those battle scars and all that yeah, yeah. But you got to experience it all it's like ah almost one but there'll always be the itch that could win the next one but then there's this like yeah but you still need to make a living <laughs> yeah because yeah, yeah. you're an independent woman and you're you, you got to make ends meet and in southern california where it's not cheap and when you're training, you got to eat, eat. And eating clean, while it can be cheaper if you do like the Costco runs, <laughs> putting in the cooking is exhausting. Because <laughs> you know, yeah. that's, it takes a lot of time. Um, do, do, you, do you still, do, do you have a balance now of, of meal prepping and then also have a meal prep company to do it? Or have you gone all in, like, let's say a, a, meal, a meal prep provider? You know, honestly, I've been meal prepping for so many years that it doesn't take that much time. I've kind of nailed down my little routine with it. Um, so most of the time I'm doing my own meal prep. Um, there is a company that I order meals from occasionally. Um, I like to keep them on hand. Icon Meals, by the way. Uh, just plug. They're, uh, they're fantastic. Uh, they freeze well. Um, it's definitely convenient to have a meal prep company delivering your already cooked meals that are perfectly balanced to you. Um, but, uh, you know, there's nothing like I'm one of those snobs that I, I like prefer my own cooking over restaurant food. I'm like, mm. you know, but my cooking is not that fabulous. I'm just saying that it's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, Oh, you know, cause I think it's more about like the way that I, feel when I cook my own food and eat my own food, you know, like mm -hmm. icon is so fantastic. They're probably one of the more, uh, less ingredient filled, yes. uh, companies. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it depends on the week. Some weeks I'll order, but most of the time I just do it myself. Yeah. So. And, and then touching on like uh, meal prep companies, uh, cause uh, for those that are tuning in, um, you guys have seen me plug in uh, some meal meal prep companies. I I don't have a loyalty to just one. I do like supporting local wherever possible. Now, mm -hmm. technically, Icon Meals isn't local. They're based out in Texas. I think it's Dallas. Yeah. But uh, like you said, the, the, the freezing, uh, they do it so well. It's as if 
you just took it out of the freezer when you get it. It's like, oh, snap, man. And yeah. like you said, it's a very, very few ingredients that are as clean as possible. And I, I find that genius because for those that want to like that, there it is. But if you want to add your own little seasoning or flavor, you can. It kind of defeats the purpose for buying the flavored stuff from them. But the point is you can. And and I do I do like that um, when it comes to local um, uh, meal prep companies. In North Orange County, there's been two that I've used before. One is called Healthy Helpings Meal Prep. Um, they're located near Cal State Fullerton. And the other one is uh, further out, uh, Fullerton, Buena Park, for those that know. Uh, and, oh, my goodness, I got to say this one right. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to – I hate myself for it. I just blanked that on your name. Um, <laughs> snap. I hope it comes back to me before before I wrap up. But uh, they, they have what they call chef-inspired uh, meals and – they have this incredible chia bar, OSM meals. There we go, OSM meals, and the and some of these places do deliver. I even had another one. I think we both had this one. Uh, uh, lean meals, I think it's lean greens. Oh my goodness, mm. they were out in the Santa Ana. Uh, There's a I'm, healthy and fresh. I think it's called healthy and fresh. That's uh, a Santa Ana. Uh, yeah, healthy and fresh meal prep. Okay. So very, the, good. Out of lean, very good. I mean, I would honestly probably order them um, if I was able to freeze the meals. So I like mm. Icon because healthy balance, all of that, but they're vacuum sealed. Yes. So I can order 20 or 30 of them, throw them in the freezer and use them as I go. And when I pop them out in the microwave, they still taste pretty fresh. So with other companies, they're delivered like in the the hard top containers. Yeah. They don't freeze well. Um, yeah, that's true. And they I only have like the local stuff, you know, if I was going to just eat it as I went. Um, yeah. But Icon, because I do like doing my own meal prep, sometimes I like to just throw a bunch in the freezer and just have them on hand. Yeah. yeah. And and, I, and that's true because some of these have a shelf life of three days if it's seafood, at most right. five days it's if organic, it's uh, you know, all chicken of that, or you beef. Know. And after that, it's like toss them. Um, that's, that's the one downside to, if you're going to put the money in to have it, you got to eat it. And that's one of the main conveniences I have for Icon. So look at that. We just plugged in Icon and we made like a <laughs> infomercial for them for like three minutes. <laughs> it for, uh, I think it's 20% off. <laughs> yes. I know. Hey, I, I'll, I'll even put that link on the show notes to company this episode at com. So, Hey. There you go. That's a little bit of favor for anybody who's interested in checking out Icon Meals. I'll put Shana's link there and you'll be supporting a great trainer. Now, if, in keeping the, I guess, the theme with nutrition, we're, we were trashing uh, cauliflower before we, we got this going. <laughs> and yeah. I, there, there's this, uh, I saw a meme. This was very interesting. Uh, there's another influencer. Um, uh, she's eventually going to come on my program. We've been trying to work out a schedule uh, to make this happen. She has uh, been basically living, I guess the expression is the van life where they kind of move around in different places, live in different uh, parks or campsites and things like that. Uh, like this super long trek, thousands of miles, but just stopping and living for a time in different places. So, uh, but it's outdoors. In other words, just enjoying the great outdoors. Uh, I, I love this meme she put up because um, it, it was the ingredients of her steak is a cow the ingredients for beyond meat or the impossible was this laundry list of stuff and right. we're led to believe that this is the healthier stuff versus steak 
I was in a joke asking you, hey, which is the best diet fad that you're gonna you're gonna plug in, Shana? Because this 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 stuff we don't believe in. We don't believe in the yo-yo diets or the or the latest thing. Liver and, cleanses and things. Yeah, because right now with all this craze and trying to make everybody uh, switch to Impossible or, or or switch to Beyond Meat, which I actually do like Beyond Meat. Don't get me wrong. He's good. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a there's a vegan joint. The only vegan joint that I actually crave. But I like yeah, but not only does it not have enough protein, there's a lot more ingredients in that patty than I'm comfortable with. Um and so I'll just go over and have my my um, prime cut whatever, you know. So yeah. but, but uh are, are you going to be pitching uh any insect protein anytime soon? <laughs> no. <laughs> We we live in America. We don't have to eat bugs, so we we're not going to. <laughs> but they're trying to make us. Uh, they're saying it's good for us. Nicole Kidman was eating like these these mealworms or whatever. For <laughs> yeah, well, and the thing is, they're saying like, oh, you know, people in other countries, you know, they eat bugs, and that's their primary source of blah blah. And I said, I'm thinking like, yeah, because they have to. Yeah. If they had the option to eat, you know, a, a fillet or even a chicken breast or insects, what do you think they're going to choose if they're presented with the option? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, oh, but for some people, because it's conspiracy, the World Economic Forum is trying to make us eat all this. Like, look, they're already selling at the grocery shelves. Uh, I even had to fact check some of these places because, uh, hey, they're even on my political side. But I had to fact check them. I tell them, it's like. If you've been to a vitamin shop anytime in the last several years, you would have found these there. They've been there. It's nothing new that you're trying yeah, to make it more this, commercialized. This is not anything new. It's just like the new, like, shocking thing in the news right now. It's not like an actual new thing. It's just like the shock, shock factor of the week. Yeah. Like there was a time that broccoli was good for you. Then it was bad for you. And it was good for you. I think right now it's good for you again. Cause they yeah. always say like, Oh yeah, stay away from this, stay away from that. Uh, Cause I was listening to, um, uh, to one of my favorite shows, the, the only favorite show I tune into the morning, a uh, lot of Ricardo on YouTube and, and the members only section They they were talking about a certain thing uh, and doing um, some juicing and having like green shakes and all that. I, when I don't have enough greens, I have a green shake. Dude, I didn't have enough greens today. I have to have my green shake. It's normally, um, I try to make it more primarily spinach than it is kale. Um, maybe some ginger in there. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's th- good. The point is, I, I try to have my greens and I supplement that way um, with an actual shake, not just the powder stuff. But there's some people that are, are sticking more to that. And in the case of kale, not if they have too much of it, you get thyroid problems. And, hmm. and some people wow. d- didn't didn't notice this, you know, because like, oh, yeah, not kale is a thing. Well, that's why I don't push kale as much because like everybody that was digging up on kale because the latest fad. Next thing they know, it, they were having, uh, uh, um, oh my goodness, what's that thing called? Thyroid something. I don't know if it was uh, thyroid, hyperthyroid, like that. It, it, it was like swelling on them because the mm. thyroid just couldn't uh, process it or was just too much. There's something in the kale. That's that's one of the main reasons why. I kind of stayed away from having too much of it because I don't know how much is too much or too little, but that's what I mean. Like the, uh, some people are guided by this. How does, what does that do to someone like you? Cause you post and this it shocks people. You post, you can eat carbs. You can eat your favorite foods when you're training them. You're telling them you don't have to say bite of these things. 
how do you right. communicate that? How, how do you convince them? Well, you know, I think that most people want to just eat things that are not considered traditionally healthy, right? They're like, mm -hmm. because it, it tastes good. You know, like if it's Reese's peanut butter cups, I always use that as like an example because that's something I like to eat. And I do, you know, maybe not every day, but definitely every week. Um, and basically I just actually got off a call with a lady a few minutes ago and she's struggling with her nutrition. And she's like, you know, I try to eat really healthy and organic and, you know, I eat keto bread cause it's low carb and blah, blah. And I'm like, and I say blah, blah, because I'm not a huge keto diet fan. Well, I'm not a keto fan at all. I think it's, um, such a scam and it's not, it's not sustainable. Um, it's not the best thing for most people. There are some people out there that keto works for, but for the most majority of the population, keto is going to be very difficult to uh, lose weight, lose body fat specifically on, mm. um, which is why people go on these trendy diets anyway. But um, I just talked to this lady and she's like, you know, I'm eating healthy and I'm doing all these things. And um, I was like, Hey, you know, she's telling me how she was craving food at nighttime. And I said, listen, here's what we're going to do with your nutrition. So starting next week, I'm going to assign you to have your largest meal at the end of the day, right before you go to bed. Because if that's the time when you're mostly craving uh -huh. more food, then we're going to give you more food at that time. And if you always need like a sweet treat or some kind of dessert to follow up a meal, then we're going to factor that into your plan every day. So it'll help you to have something like that to look forward to at the end of your day every day, because you already like to kind of live that way. Like if you're noted, if you notice that you're always craving food, at, more food at night, then let's just have your, let's move your biggest meal to the evening. So that if that's something you can do consistently, because whatever you can do consistently is what I want you to do, you mm -hmm. know? So, um, and she liked to have dessert. I said, well, let's factor that in. So I'm going to give you a huge dinner and a dessert to follow it up. So during the daytime, you know, you're working, you're busy, you're doing things. If you come across, you know, the cookies that your coworker brought in in the break room mm -hmm. and you're tempted, you can say, no, you know, cause I'm going to have my huge dinner, steak and potatoes and mixed vegetables, whatever. And I have a cupcake or I have, you know, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups or, you know, whatever chocolate chip cookies or whatever go to dessert is you're gonna it's gonna cause you to like think twice about just mindlessly snacking through the day like you can have it all you just can't have it all at once but you can absolutely have it all just not all yeah. at the same time and so yeah, it, it, it will give you something to look forward to so you'll be like no i really don't need the chocolate chip cookies that the coworker brought in in the break room on lunch break today i'll wait because i know i'm gonna have my you know, my carrot cake for dessert, which I really, really love, mm. you know? And yeah, so, instead of empty calories, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it becomes more of a lifestyle. And I shared with her, like, that's what I do. I have mm. a huge meal at dinner dinnertime uh, because that's when I feel the most hungriest. During the daytime, kind of, you know, I can, like, have a late breakfast. I can have a late lunch even. But at nighttime, when I get home, that's when I'm, like, really hungry. I just want to have a big meal, be really satisfied, have a little, you know, dessert, whatever, and then pass out and go to sleep. And to me, that's fun. I enjoy that. And so it's important to me to have a huge meal at nighttime because I like 
to eat like that before bed. <laughs> and the, the predominant theory is, oh, no, no, you, you have to, you shouldn't be having any food after six o'clock or seven o'clock, you know, or whatever right. it is now. I, I don't know where that science is right now, uh, but folks, I could tell you that if Shayna is eating those big meals, she's constantly putting up pictures something's working for her. She's not getting fat, you know, and that's just it, that it's not a one size fits all. When people read these things or they look up on Google because they want to turn to Google for, you know, whatever. It's like, Hey Google, what should I do today? You know, it's like, you don't go to Google to tell you what to do. You want to <laughs> do some research, do a thorough research, go beyond the headline. A lot of these are clickbait articles. There is no cheating to get you to your goal. You got to put in the work. So stuff that you you discovered along the way, you actually um, made a recent, uh, what, what I consider a vulnerable post. I think you even said as much because there, for people that don't know, and I think I might've covered this in our first interview, um, that, that you were, a, a, it wasn't a fitness model. Would you label it more like a, like a runway model? Uh, that you, you did some modeling before you did uh, uh, like nutrition and training like that. Oh yeah. It was definitely fitness modeling. Definitely not runway. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> what, what, what I mean by that is it, it wasn't a, you weren't doing a fitness lifestyle yet. It, it, mm. it was because uh, yeah, you had, you had to look good for a period. And after that's like, okay, it's, it's done with. Um, and then you did a, a post. I don't know if that was. Oh, a, are you talking about? Um, yeah. I was doing fitness competitions. Mm, okay. Yeah, I think was, that's uh, fitness competitions, like, gosh, probably 10 years ago now. The post that you're referring to was probably about, I think, 10 years ago around that. Actually, it was. It was 2012. I think on the picture, I actually have 2012 and 2022. Mm. And I remember thinking, wow, I can't believe it's been 10 years already. But, I know, crazy. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I was uh, competing in fitness competitions in the bikini division and that time I had a coach and they put me on like a low carb diet and, you know, only eat these clean, clean foods and don't eat anything else. Cause you'll get fat and da da da. And so they taught me how to diet and lean down, but didn't teach me what to do after the diet. Mm-hmm. And literally this is what I, I coach my clients on now is like, yes, we all know that if we're, you know, looking to make a lifestyle change and you want to lose weight we know we got to eat healthy. We know we got to work out. We know we have to go into a calorie deficit to some degree, not an extreme one, but it has to be in a deficit, right? Which just means that we're burning more energy than, than we're eating because yeah. calories are just energy and we need to be burning more um, than we're eating. So that's what's going to help us to, to lose weight. And um, so we all know that we need to do that, right? We all know that we yeah. need to go on a, I hate using this word, ugh diet right um, <laughs> <I know. laughs> but, um, but I like to refer to it as like a cutting plan you're, you're going on a cutting plan but then we follow up the cutting plan with a a it's actually called a reverse diet um, so you go on a diet and then after the diet say you hit your weight loss goal you finally get, got there whatever um, or maybe you hit a plateau and your body is just not losing any more pounds you're not losing any more body fat so what do you do? Mm-hmm. Well, then you have to go into a reverse diet. And it's exactly what it sounds like is we're slowly adding in calories now. And with that, there does come some weight gain. But the whole purpose of it is for it to be controlled. 
mm-hmm. right? Because even when you go and you do a fitness competition, which is very extreme, very extreme type of dieting, yeah. because you have to get so lean um, at a certain point, you know, you have to get pretty, uh, pretty aggressive on the calories that you're cutting um, sometimes. And you have to follow it up with a plan. You can't just like, Oh, I'm done with my diet. Now I'm just going to go eat whatever. And I'm just going to live my life again. Like it Mm -hmm. has to be just as strategic as it was to get there to reverse the process, which means that when you reverse diet, you are slowly adding in calories to help your body to continue to get the maximum amount of results, um, eating the maximum amount of food. Right. So we want those things to balance. And when someone's been dieting for a long time, uh, it can be challenging at first, but the reverse diet is where it's at, you know, and that's, I feel like I'm just going on a tangent here, but basically oh, but it, but it's true. I had to learn how to reverse diet the hard way. Um, it took some years and a lot of trial and error, but when I finally figured it out. I was like, it makes so much sense. You know, yeah. it's what, it's what uh, someone was referred to as bulk and cut. Uh, quite literally, because uh, yeah. some are cutting, and then like, well, I want to bulk now. And when you bulk, yeah, you are gonna get uh, fat. There's some fat that comes with it, and yeah. then it's like, all right, now that I got the muscle I want, I'm not gonna cut again. So it's like, well, it, it, it is people a don't get cycle, out of that. But I would even argue that the reverse diet is not even considered a bulk, right? Mm. Because we we diet down, and then we're reverse dieting. But the goal is to, you know, you're not trying to bulk up right but we are slowly increasing calories and with that is going to come some weight gain you increase the calories a little bit maybe the weight comes up a little bit you increase the calories Mm -hmm. the weight comes up a little bit and it's it's very subtle and it's very controlled and it's very like dialed in it's not just what you would what you would think of in a traditional bulk like oh, i'm just going to eat whatever i want because i'm trying to put on muscle and like you don't have to put on a lot of body fat to be able to develop muscle. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. You can. That's the harder way because then you have to do the cutting again, right? And exactly. Body fat again. But would you rather um, do a reverse diet and maybe you know you gain five pounds of muscle and five pounds of fat versus you gain five pounds of muscle and twenty pounds of fat? So like that's to me, the difference between a reverse diet versus a bulk, like just a crazy, like bulk is not necessarily like specific, you know, I don't know. Yeah, correct. And, and, and it is, it is on that, but uh, no, uh, but uh, it definitely is a difference in how, how men and women can, can definitely go about it. Uh, Cause uh, I know that in my case, when I finally entered bulking in a way, um, I was getting bigger, stronger, losing body fat along the way. The problems came when the injuries came. Because uh, then when you're in the bulking phase, you got to somehow trick your body back into a fat burn. And you can't if, if you can't get off one train to the other fast enough, you're kind of in the lull. And then it, you just end up getting stuck on one. And that's what happens to a lot of dudes where we got stuck on one. And in my case, it was repeated injuries over and over again. Like, I'm not where I want to be. And I got a lot of setbacks this year. And I haven't given up. It's just like, well, it's 
that's that's what I said when I lost all my weight that I needed to lose to then start training, starting with you, and you were the foundation of everything. The principles that you taught me, um, the discomfort that I had, because uh, first off, my discomfort entirely was I, I I'm not used to going to a, a public place and being able to lift, and not just that, I'm not even sure I even got this personal with you, but um, I might tell this story for those on locals, and we're running up on time, but I'm gonna just uh, summarize this where I had a hormonal imbalance. I was at a time on hormone therapy because uh, my estrogen levels were way too high and my testosterone was very, very low. Uh, and when hormone therapy didn't pan out, eventually I did get uh, my breast removed. So when that happened, it, it, it caused a lot of stress for me. So my doctor, who my, my cousin, told me that, hey, look, I might have done my part, but if you don't fix your weight problem later on down the road, they're going to come back. But this time it's on you to lose them. If you have a problem with an image of a dude having breasts. So when they did come back, because I was ballooning, when I was losing weight, I even told my wife, like, you're going to find out why I didn't mind being fat because I was able to wear baggy clothes and hide it. So then that was like the this area was like the last area to be able to lose fat. And so I had my issues. I didn't want to train with a woman. And I didn't want to really train anywhere. But I know I'm doing this. I already lost the weight, 80 pounds off. And then I needed to get into being able to you know, start making the muscle to start shedding the fat, everything else that I had to get rid of. I did the weight loss first and then do the fitness afterwards. And you helped me literally shed off the, uh, I guess, um, the fear of it because, hey, guys don't like to be trained by girls, especially when they're attractive and they can kick your butt. So then like, I don't want to be trained by someone that listen, she could kill me. So when I got over that and after all these years to still be able to talk to you, um, have a friendship with you and the impact that you made on, on my family's life. It's like, thank you, God, that this Kansas replacement <laughs> that ended up here was the tool that you use to have our paths cross and I be able to to go on this uh, fitness adventure. And I always said, fitness is the rest of my journey. The weight loss was one part. The rest of my life, it's not just, oh, by this date, I'll, I'm done. No, I just knew in my mind, it's forever. There'll be ups and downs. But it's yeah. a journey that I'm, I'm along for, and I'm always looking forward to it. And because I know we're up on time, I'm going to give you the last word, but I also would like for you to, to plug in um, where people can follow you because you're primarily focused on women now, which good on you. But uh, it's um, for anybody that's interested, where will they be able to learn more about Shana? Yeah, um, I spend most of my social media time on Instagram at Shana Lee Fit, hence the the name here or this side. Yes, right there. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, Facebook, of course, uh, Shana Lee. And then I have a website, shanaleefitness.com for more information about kind of what I do, who I work with, uh, things I've done. Uh, but I'm on YouTube. I'm kind of a little bit everywhere, but primarily uh, Instagram is probably my main platform. Mm -hmm. And you did say that you moved it to basically an online country thing. But if there were people out there that wanted to train one on one with you, say at a gym, is that still an option to them? I do have a studio located over here in Orange County, uh, across the street from John Wayne Airport. Um, it's just a private, like small one on one studio. Um, but I only take on four in person clients at a time. So mm. currently, I don't have any openings. But if they are interested in that, then yes, you can still contact me um and you know we can get you on a wait list or something like that if something opens up but yeah listen to that that's that's how popular she is folks you have to get on a wait <laughs> list <laughs> uh, awesome 
Well, don't hang up yet, but we're going to wrap it here. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I'll always have you on again. And by the way, folks, this does debut on Halloween. So don't wait until in January 1st if you want something about it. Like, oh, the holidays are coming up. No, you want to be ready for the holidays. And I know that Shayna can help you along the way to be able to enjoy the holidays. All right, everybody. Thank you so very much, Shayna. Good to have you on. And hopefully we'll see you on the next one. Absolutely. Thanks, Andres. Thank you.